Check one. Check one. Checkmate. Hello. Check your mama. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's like okay. it's like I called a number in the eighties <laughs> and got that answering message. Spooky Halloween. It's like call five five five. Spooky. Ghosts are waiting to hear from you. I love Halloween. It's and, round three Halloween. Yes, but more importantly, Ooh. as I was, what? but more importantly, as I was saying last time, and then forgot. Um, vote. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure we're all wear masks. You're less than a week away, folks. You you got six days. Make your plans now. How are you going to do it? Wear a mask when you go vote too. Wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Socially distance. Take a snack. Bad idea. I will probably wear gloves. Take your earbuds and your earheads and your earphones and whatnot. Airheads candy because you may need that yeah. as well. Just want to make those. sure you are prepared for you might be in an area with very long lines, and it would be a perfect time to binge the new season of The Haunting of Bly Manor. Okay. You mean so, to binge round three? It would be a perfect time to binge round three. Okay. Robin, did you did you stick with me through all that? I'm trying to make a word out of like hall round three. Like yeah. I'm trying to think yeah. of like a way we can yes. put this. I would prefer into, you to like a hashtag for everybody to uh-huh. spell perfectly. Ha- hashtag hall round three wait three when you're listening, please. You workshop that <laughs> and get back to us. I landed on number three. Yeah. yeah. Number three. All of these are from Jason. Thank you, Jason. He sent in three because he is a rock and roller and. Um, yeah. if you really loved us, you would send us in three questions or just any question or topic or three, three, how, how round three Stop. questions. Stop yeah, that too. Um, number three, <laughs> who put a nickel in him? Yeah. I don't know. What spooky movie slash horror film scared the bejesus out of you as a kid or a teen <laughs> or as an adult? I feel like we've done some variation of this multiple times, but it's fun every mm-hmm. time. It's yeah. spooky Halloween. When Robin come up with different answers. When Robin was a kid was when they first came up with the talkies. So you go <gasps> first and tell yeah. us. Well, when Did the train headed toward the camera, I was really scared, okay? <laughs> Did you know Nosferatu only blinks one time in the movie? And oh. it's when you're blinking. I learned that today. <laughs> I learned that today. Fun fact to know and tell. Mm. Well, here, okay, he sorry for killing the mood. Jeez. <laughs> Robin. Mm? Answer. Oh, uh, obviously I have three answers. Because uh, he said kid or teen or as an adult. And uh, I decided to do one for each. Okay. Uh, as a kid, it was definitely, you know, so that would be, you know, uh, 80s, 80s kid. Um, I would think that... Uh, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Mr. Boogity 
I rewatched that on Disney Plus. It definitely is not as scary as it was when I was a kid. But when I was a kid, Mr. Boogity was a scary, scary, scary show <laughs> that I watched. And uh, yeah, um, I I think uh, it, I I. I I'm still kind of afraid of it, but not in the same way. It's kind of like a thing where I would not show it to my kids because I know it would scare them. But yeah, as a teen, a lot of clowns in it. No, just a scary guy. It's just basically like a scary ghost. That's just essentially wants this family to get out. Uh, the family made of, uh, Richard major, uh, uh, you had uh, Benji Gregory from uh, Alf, uh, David Faustino from Married with Children, and uh, Christy Swanson, formerly Buffy the Vampire Slayer, now a uh, terrible, awful uh, maggot. Uh, so, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, check that out on Disney Plus if you uh, want to laugh at how scared I was of this thing. <laughs> um, as a teenager, uh, Candyman, Candyman. Candyman. No, no, <laughs> too many times. <laughs> Robin, behind you. I, I, uh. I, I rewatched that this year, and it is still pretty scary. It's, it's great, and I, there's supposed to be a remake coming of it, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that, but it didn't get released this year because of awfulness. And as an adult, I, I, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but uh, Blair Witch Project, hands down. Uh, super scary when I saw it doesn't doesn't affect me as much you know <laughs> 20 years later but um uh, just I don't know it's something about shaky camera you know it looks so realistic so therefore it's just scary when something like jumps into a shot uh, or when you see like a person standing in a corner and there's just like why is he staying in the corner why why and you know and then you, you get killed and uh, yeah so Nothing recently, though. Nothing. There's nothing that's been recent that I've seen that I've been like, that was really scary. No, oh, I beg uh, to differ. Oh, Ooh, really? What's your answer? Well, I, in talking with this with Spencer the other day too, I was thinking, you know, what what is what is scary? And to me, scary isn't as much the pop out. I mean, that's not scary to me. It's the mm-hmm. it's the the atmosphere and. Hereditary still f's with me, man. It, it really <laughs> oh, does. I love Hereditary. It, it, in in how uncomfortable it made me, and it ju- I don't remember the last time I was that uncomfortable watching a movie. Like Midsummer didn't didn't Midsummer was effed up, but it didn't it didn't do. Midsummer wasn't scary. No, it wasn't scary. It was, but uh, I liked it, but it wasn't scary. But yeah. um, no, Hereditary still bo- like bothers me. Wow! Bit. But it's so good. It's so good. It's it's so good. Just I want to watch it at high noon. And, you know, <laughs> I have no desire on going back and rewatching that movie. That Why? movie like is more disturbing than scary to me. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I enjoyed though more disturbing movies than I do scary as I've gotten older. Um, like to me. While I find much of the witch empowering, mm. um, there's some of it that's really disturbing. And that's what makes it stick with me. That's a great movie. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. scare me. 
but it's it's it bothers me a little. But hereditary is the same way. It doesn't scare me, but it it disturbs me. There's a few things in hereditary that still scare me, but I mean it was it was more the just that atmosphere of dread. Yeah. Like from yeah. literally from the opening shot of that movie mm-hmm. to the end is just dread throughout the whole yep. time. And that's scarier to me than you know, the nun chasing after you or whatever. That's <laughs> that's why when I was a kid, my dad was a huge Stephen King fan and one of his favorites was Salem's Lot. And Oh, I love Salem's Lot. I was little and terrified me. Terrified me. And he had it on VHS and the cover terrified anytime I would see it and it just yeah. That one always got me. I don't remember being scared. I saw Blair Witch in theaters and, and yeah, that was wild, but it didn't really I knew going in, you know, it was fake, and all, despite you know that A and E documentary's best efforts and all that stuff, I, I knew it wasn't real. But I don't remember anything outside of like Requiem for a Dream or something <laughs> that just really messed with me. Um, a whole lot in between, but yeah, grown, grown as adult, whatever, however old I was when Hereditary came out. And I was like, no, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. My turn? Yes. Well, you know the first one as a kid, E.T. I don't like that. I was going to say Annie. Maybe Annie. Annie. Why Annie? Gingers, man. She just runs from them. What? (laughs) Is it Annie or what? There was some movie that I remember watching as a kid growing up where it went and it wasn't Wizard of Oz, but it looked like you were watching like the movie. And then all of a sudden you saw a scene from like an old movie, like black and white. And I thought the color movie was over. So I'm like, okay, I'm done now. And then my mom's like, no, it's not done. They go to the, they go to the movies in Annie. Is that what it is? Yeah, they go to the theater. There's a whole song about it. Let's go to the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go see I don't know the that that's stuff. it, but I don't know. There was some. I remember kind of being freaked out by that. Like, why are we all of a sudden watching something different? This is weird. Anyway, um, I don't like that creepy alien. I don't like all the plastic and all the medical stuff. It's creepy. I don't remember being scared of anything as a teenager. Yeah, I watched all the screams, and I know what you did last summer's. None of those scared me. As a grown up, I prefer to watch Paranormal Activity, the first one. In daylight, yeah. Still, even though I've seen it yeah. five zillion times, like I Again, can quote the camera it. Stuff, something about you know, it is such a gimmick nowadays. But it is like it's totally not respected. But for some reason, it's it looks it so works. realistic to me. It, it, and uh, every yeah. every subsequent one was laughable. But for some reason, that first. Oh one, my god! <laughs> when that ghost jerks that little kid up by her hair, that's the funniest thing I've ever the, seen in my the third, life. The, the third one, yeah. Is that the second that's, or third one? Third I don't know, one. but it's hilarious. Like I never the watched girl. after the first one because the first one. Uh, they me they out. just, I mean, like anything, they they're get la- they get watching. laughable, but um, yeah, I fun, I that first one still I I can remember watching that the first time, and and it it makes me uncomfortable yeah. to think about too. I enjoy it, but it, but I mean, I don't want to say that's the, like, I, I don't know, because I'll tell you what has bothered me lately and totally came out of left field, but I talked, I've talked to Derek about it like 5,000 times. So he, he's used to this. Um, 
I just, because in my spoopy season, been trying to watch a lot of scary movies, I just saw for the first time Creep and Creep 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had yeah. nightmares. Not yeah. necessarily about him, just about creepy stuff happening. And I have literally felt on edge ever since watching them. Like, I made it through the whole movie, the first one. I saw all the jump scares coming from a mile away. They were so obvious. And I was like, well, this is fun, but it's not scary. And then when you get to the scene where the guy walks away and you see the killer guy in his, you know, glass screen or glass door, I lost it. Like I paused it, took a screenshot and like texted everyone I ever knew. And I'm like, have you seen this movie? Have you seen this scene? This is the scariest (laughs) scene I've ever seen. Like you can ask McDuff. I went like so loud. Like I'm shocked. I did not wake neighbors. Like it. Oh my God. It creeped me out. So, and, and again, the second one was not scary. It was disturbing. Yeah. But disturbing. that's, That's my point. At least disturbing. Yeah. It's scarier to me. Yeah, like I know that guy's not gonna come after me or whatever. It's but the idea that there are people like him out here in the world, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh most recently the one one I saw most recently that kind of creeped me out, just because I probably just I like watched it late alone, you know, uh was that uh <laughs> that Zoom horror movie called Host, which I think they oh, did a really pretty that. Yeah, it was it they did a pretty good job on uh, on pulling okay. that off. Uh, it's just that basically some girls get together on a Zoom call and decide to do, do a seance for fun. And of course, you know, see, things, I go, watched, things get wild. Hilarity I ensues. Unfriended, yeah. which was sort of yeah, it's not that same thing, but it was. I thought they actually pulled that out that off pretty well. Considering, because I I went into it with the lowest expectations, and I enjoyed the crap out of I never it. Saw that. So. It's so funny to see people trying to get out of an apartment and then go, stopping and going, "Oh God, I got to get my mask." That's yeah. one of the funniest things about hosts. It's just like, what? It, I understand, but come on, there's a ghost in your apartment. You don't need your mask. Just get that out. That would be me right now, though, because every time I leave the house, I leave my mask, and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, my dad died from this disease, yet I keep forgetting yeah. my stupid mask. That's very relatable. Oh. Okay. Well, that was horror in and of itself. Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> Wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. Uh, number one. Number one. I feel like Jason is slightly judging us when he asks this question. <laughs> Sheena, Robin, and Derek go deep into the northern forest on a Sasquatch hunt. Suddenly, this outing turns into an 80s-style horror film. Who walks out of the forest alive, only to die in the sequel? And who do we never see again? Thanks, Jason, for assuming that Derek and I cannot survive a no- northern forest. I'm the first to admit I can't, so I'm going to peace out. You'll never see me again. I cannot handle temperatures under like 50 degrees. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I like that it's a northern forest, too. So. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Clearly, he must have thought southern forest, well, they know all those. Surely they can handle themselves there. Yeah, and, and of course, that would be the ultimate fear for me is to, you know, step into a southern forest and hear just in the distance. <laughs> okay, so who walks out alive? Who only to die in sequel? And who do we never see again? So, 
I think Derek and Robin. So which two? Live. Which two die, and and which and which one lives? Is what he's. Yeah, I will be wearing a Michael Rosenbaum gone squatching uh, hat uh, because I would need that if we we're going to go squatching. Right. I'll kill you first. So there you go. That's one. And then, <laughs> well, no, I'm saying there. He he only says who walks out of the forest alive, okay. and then who do you never see again? I'm going to just go say none. None of us were all dead. Is that fair? We're, we don't. No, we don't it. Oh. I think you guys uh, yeah. live. And y'all are in the sequel, uh-huh. but then Spencer's in that one, oh, no. and he y'all die oh. in the sequel, and he takes it on for the third film. Oh god, mm-hmm. he does have that third film energy going. Doesn't he though? Him. That's why I said that. <laughs> That's good stuff. I think I would survive, and I would tie your shoelaces together so you'd fall down, <laughs> and I could run away and distract him. Yeah, you don't have to. You, Thanks, you don't, Robin. You don't have to outrun the monster. You just have to outrun the other person. Are we yeah. are we being yeah. hunted by the Sasquatch? Is that what's happening? I guess he doesn't specifically say. Or do we right. just get lost and like turn on each other? Yeah, we all get that could happen. <laughs> Robin, it's been four minutes. Robin, it's been four minutes. Let's stop with the war paint. <laughs> like, let's just bump the brakes. We're we on get our own out here. The Blair Witch. Oh, the yeah, Blair right. Witch. We got. You got the map. You got the map. You got, you got the, map? the map. Who's right? got the map? <laughs> Can I hold on to the map? Robin, just give me the map. Robin, why are you in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> Dusting. <laughs> You know, thinking back, that did make me a little uncomfortable in the theater. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Going back to that. <laughs> that yeah. was 96, 97. Yeah, that was a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Was it that late? Yeah. It was 99, actually. 99? Yeah, that's what okay. I was thinking. I remember being closer to being a senior in high school, because I remember seeing it in the theater by myself, and it was packed. I thought it was closer to um, the first two screens. Mm-mm. For some reason. You're wrong, Derek. The, Your brain is wrong. The best two screams. Um, okay. So third oh, sorry. Third question is yeah. I got distracted by my cat. Um the third question is, what is your That's best ghost hunting story? Y'all know I got those. Okay, good. Because I'm gonna opt out of this one. I would never well, engage. What, well, why don't we let you tell like three? That? We're gonna let you tell three. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, I, I've yeah. never gone ghost three. hunting. Good. There you go. You get three. <laughs> so, and you've never even like seen anything spooky, even remotely. No. Come on, man. You live in Vermont. I I mean I see I see real life things that are spooky, but <laughs> I have I, I haven't had any experiences with the supernatural. I actually um, there was one night I got lost in the forest and and walked all night long through a forest. And thankfully, it was before I saw Blair Witch, so <laughs> I wasn't as nervous about it and luckily didn't get attacked by any sort of uh, wildlife. But, I mean, I've never had any experience with, like, the supernatural. <laughs> That's for like sure. You've never had, like, say, a psychic premonition, like a knowing. You've never had anyone who's passed away, like, visit you in a dream, like... No, no, and I'm, wow. I'm too much of a cynic to believe in that stuff anyway. So, man, I got stories for days. Okay, Russell, you don't have anything. I mean, yeah, but not nothing is interesting. What yours is going to be anyway? So, why don't we give you? Three? No, one of my stories is pretty boring. Yeah, go ahead. Three. You get three. Are yep. y'all sure I haven't told these before? Even if you have. Okay. 
Um, the least exciting one was at a bar in Memphis. I was not drunk. I'll start by saying that. <laughs> um, Legally. Your honor. No, no, I wasn't. Allegedly. Um, it was not long after I moved to Memphis, which I mean, I knew Memphis well enough, but um, either way, I went on a ghost tour with Spencer and we're in a group with a couple of people and the end of the night, the end of the tour ended at Ernestine and Hazel's in Memphis. Um, if I'm boring, y'all please like tell me to shut up. Um, I don't want to <laughs> bore everybody in this story. <laughs> anyway, um, Ernestine and Hazel's is like the most haunted spot in Memphis. Like everybody knows that. And it used to be a store. Then it was a brothel or maybe it was a brothel and then a store. I can't remember. There's all these different stories about different parts of the bar that the different sex workers, um, haunt. Like there's one on the stairs because she was pushed down the stairs and there's, you know, one here because of this. Uh, anyway, it was funny because, uh, they let us sort of just go upstairs and walk around and let me set the mood a bit. It's pitch black. They have never renovated this building ever. Like it, when you climb up the stairs, you feel like you're about to fall through the, the steps because it, they've never renovated it. It is falling down, um, to a degree. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's really dark up there. There's almost no lights. There's a bunch of old furniture and old pictures on the wall, a bunch of what looks like sort of voodoo looking stuff, like sort of painted on the walls. Like it's just, it's creepy. A couple of bathrooms. Um, and you can see the street below like you can look out the windows and see that either way they let us explore for a minute and they said okay look around sort of pick up on on what you're feeling in here and then we'll tell you about the different rooms we go in this one room it's really heavy feeling but the room right beside it there's a table and some chairs and spencer just goes and just plops down and if y'all know spencer he is nothing but a ball of energy and he's always moving and always talking and always walking and he just was like oh just sitting down I'm like, geez, okay, are you tired? Like, already? I mean, I know it's the last spot on the tour, but geez. We found out that that room where he sat down, that's where the gentleman would wait on whichever sex worker they were going to see. And so they said a lot of times men in that room got sleepy and they would just naturally just sort of fall down and just like take a load off. And he was like, yeah, I felt like I was just exhausted. He was like, I just, I was done. I'm like, okay. The room right beside it, though, the story goes, and I've never researched it enough to find out. God, I have so many stories. Oh, my God. I just thought I like 10 more. Either way. <laughs> uh, I mean, y'all, I go to table tippings and seances and I have dreams. Either way, um, the room right beside it is where supposedly a sex worker was, uh, that was like her room that she worked in, but she was dating like three or four different guys on the side. Didn't tell them she was dating each of them. So they all thought they were exclusive with her when they found out about each other. I forget how um, they go there and they each, um, they tie her to a pipe that's in the room and they each take their turns beating her up and they essentially leave her for dead. And when Ernestine and Hazel who run the store at the time, when they come in, they go to rescue her. They take her into the bathroom to clean her up. And as they go to call the cops, um, trigger warning, I guess, the sex worker completes suicide in the bathroom. Um, 
So it's that room is very haunted and you feel things in that room. Um, supposedly, if you go in the bathroom, the door will lock by itself and you can't get out. So naturally, first of all, me and Spencer were like, let's go in the bathroom and see if we get locked in. Um, we did not, but we tried. And then, um, but in the room, uh, you know, it'd be the- great right now. Let's go play in traffic. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine I- if we got to play a car? <laughs> We tried. We tried because I was just like, let's do it. I mean, I joke and say that all the time. Like, I, I, I tell the paranormal to F me up because I'm like, do it. Prove it. Come on. Um, probably not a smart thing to say. Either way. Step up that, my neck, most daddy. What? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Adam Driver. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, he would be annoying as a zombie. What? Anyway, I'm kidding. Adam Driver can haunt me any day he wants. Well, good for you. Okay. <laughs> Derek agrees silently. I'm sure. Um, Derek has like tapped out for the night. He's like, Sheena's boring me. Good night. Um, <laughs> so in the room though, where she was beaten up, I did sort of say to myself, like, okay, touch me, do something, like, let me know you're here. And I felt this pressure on the back of my neck and it wasn't hot. It wasn't cold. Like, but it was someone pressing on the back of my neck. And it was just odd to me. Cause I'm like, it's not cold. It's not hot, but it's this intense pressure. And, um, it stopped after a few minutes, but it was there. And I was just like, I got you. I feel you. Like you, you made your presence known. So that was weird. Okay, story number two. Okay. Hmm, which one's spookier? All right, well, the first one was Spencer got tired. You didn't get locked into a room, and you felt a little ache in your neck. What you got? (laughs) Okay, thanks. Okay, the next, I can either tell the haunted house or the cemetery. Pick one. The scariest one. I don't know. The, The one that you got most spooky contact from. Um, probably the, the most recent is the cemetery. All right. And that one did spook me pretty good. And when I tell people the story, they're like, Oh my God. But so I'll tell the haunted house first. So haunted house, my first year is like an official reporter right out of college. I was assigned to do a, some kind of story on Halloween. So I found an all woman ghost hunting team in North Mississippi And I'm like, hey, can I follow y'all on a ghost investigation one night and just take pictures and and see how you work and and all this and see what what do you capture, if anything? They're like, cool. I go down there with a photographer named Desti. Derek knows Desti. Desti is a, like, wonderful human being. First of all, we have a lot of fun at this old mansion, Annabella Mansion in Mississippi, in Nowheresville, Mississippi. Um, We take a bunch of pictures. But then we get inside and the ghost hunt begins. Desti and I are trying to as quietly track the team around the mansion as, as possible, basically. At one point in the night, I tell the lead investigator, I'm like, hey, let's go do a quick interview in this room, sort of off to the side, where we're not disturbing the other investigators. They won't hear us talking. And we can get a quick interview about what y'all are doing, why you're doing it, just the good story. And in journalism school, they teach you to to look at your subject that you're interviewing. And I have a pad in one hand and a pencil in the other, writing my notes. And we're standing in this room where half of it has been roped off. And, and she's in front of me. 
I'm facing the doorway. So I can see if anyone's coming in or out. No one is. They're in completely different parts of the mansion. But we're standing by the ropes. I'm looking at her, therefore looking sort of out the door the whole time. I have my pen and my paper in my hands. and I'm So my hands are busy and I'm writing. She's a talker, like a hand talker, um, moving her hands a bunch. So she's doing that. And her hands are like up near her face, you know, as people do. And all of a sudden, at the same time we feel it, the rope that is roped off this other half of the room starts hitting our legs. And it's bam, bam, bam. And we notice it at the same time. And we stop. She stops talking. I stop taking notes. And we both look at it. And she goes, I didn't hit that. And I'm like, I didn't either. I'm like, I know she didn't. I was sitting here standing there watching her. And and I could see that no one had come in to do it. The place, the building had no air conditioning. Because it's one of those old antebellum homes. It doesn't need it the way it's constructed. And we're just like, okay. And we watch as it slap, 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 <laughs> stops. I mean, dead stop. It doesn't come to a little slow stop. It stops. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And that was creepy. I was like, okay, all right. Got our attention. So Robin clearly is not impressed with that story either. <laughs> uh, no, it's, I, no, <laughs> I think it's spooky. <laughs> okay, great. Last story. This and one's then probably- it wrapped around our necks. <laughs> yeah, it did. It ended up being the best um, piece of evidence they caught that night, actually. <laughs> Which is weird, because it is typically a very active location. But that night, it was it was quiet. You could just feel it in the air. It was a really quiet night. Either way, most recent one. <laughs> okay, most recent one. This was back in July. So, I mentioned this on another episode, I think. I can't remember. So, in my unemployment this year, um, I started cleaning tombstones at Elmwood, which is a historic cemetery here in Memphis. And there for a while, I was going two or three times a day or two or three times a week, cleaning as many as I possibly could. And July in Memphis is ungodly hot. We were in the middle of a heat wave, so it was easily 95 or more. And the, you know, the heat index was well over 105. It was brutal that day. And the cemetery has never given me, I mean, they'll give me assignments every so often on specific ones to clean. But for the most part, I'm just, I I clean the ones that I feel like I'm drawn to, for whatever that means. And there's this one little grave I've always loved. I love its location. I think it's really pretty. It's a huge cross with an anchor on it. It's lovely. Either way. So, this July day, I'm out there, and it's like midday, god-awful hot. I have like a frozen bottle of water and a frozen Gatorade. Like, it is, it's gnarly out there. And I'm trying to stay under the shade. And I'm sweating bullets. I'm cleaning this guy's grave, and again, it's hot. (laughs) Can't stress that enough. All of a sudden, and I mean suddenly, I feel the coldest breeze. And I'm not saying it was a breeze. I'm saying it was cold. To the point I was like, this feels like wintertime. 
if this was the temperature, I don't know if I could work out here. I would have to have a jacket. Like, this is, that's cold. Hmm. And I'm like, that's really odd. Like, everything else today has just been warm air coming through, not cold. This was cold. And it was so, it caught my attention to the point that I even mentioned it to my mom later in the day. I was like, dude, I was out there cleaning and I got this really cold air. It's really weird. So, I start doing my research on the guy who's, grave I cleaned. His name was James Kirkland. He died in June of 1882. He was this really cool guy, like had this wonderful write-up in the paper when he passed. Like everyone in Memphis loved him. He like led the local choirs and believed in the power of music and was very religious. And he wanted to open up a park in Memphis where people could go outside and enjoy the music and all this kind of good stuff. Great. One day in June of 1882, he's not that old, he's like 40, um, he was out there working on the park, goes home and tells people like, hey, I'm not feeling so great. Within two hours, he was dead of a sunstroke. So I like to tell myself, he sent me the cold breeze to cool me off so I did not follow in his footsteps. That's it. (laughs) That's it for my spooky stories. But I call him my friend. Um, when Elmwood made their little Halloween movie, I was, they were like, where do you want to be filmed? Cause they wanted me in it talking about cleaning tombstones. Cause I've cleaned over 150. Yay. Dead people. Um, <laughs> sorry. I get really excited about cemeteries. Um, <laughs> God, what? everyone, everyone has tuned out right now. Gee whiz. Either way, tuned out. <laughs> um, when they asked me, they're like, where do you want to be filmed? And I was like, at James Kirkland's grave. And the like, the cemetery director's like, I don't even know where that is. And I'm like, I'll take you right to him. He's my the favorite. The AC there is great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, literally every single time I'm in the cemetery now, ever since July, I drive by to James and I say, hey, friend. And I talk to him. And I'm like, thanks for the good weather. We have good weather today. Or we don't have such good weather today. Or, oh, it's cooling off here. Dude, what's up with that? He's my friend. And two, I think it's funny because I'll tack this on too. And then I swear to God, I'm done. Um, years ago, I went to a medium who told me I had an angel of music, music looking out for me. And I just wonder if it's James because he was a choir leader and loved music. Ah. Okay, I'm done. I've you bored everyone. Wake up, everyone. <laughs> Damn it, I played the wrong one. What were you going to play? That one. Oh. <laughs> I'm entertained. Four, everyone. I'm entertained. Round3.fireside.fm at Round3show on the internet. Why are you upset? Why are you... What's wrong? I hope I didn't bore everybody. No! I hope I bored everyone. And everyone was like, Sheena, those are lame ghost stories. <laughs> I wasn't bored.